the number one thing was the customer service and referrals that my dad built this business on. And that is what really made this company stay alive for those 35 years. Cause he would know still today, the customers he has now, they'll actually call him and he'll be on the phone for four hours when he needs to call someone else. But he's so connected with those customers and that's what we strive on is making sure we have that relationship that they refer us. So it's really good. I think also just like being open to um, change. If there is something that we can change, um, being open to that really um, helped us through a lot of things. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And this podcast is powered by Rival Digital, which is a full-service digital marketing agency for HVAC contractors. So today, we are joined by the team at A&T Mechanical Heat and Air Services. They are out of Oklahoma, and this is exciting because this is our first guest that we've had yet uh, from Oklahoma, and it's a little bit more unique than most episodes because we have two guests with us, so uh, we'll get twice the information. So very excited. Uh, today, we're joined by Joseph Alvarez and Jessica Alvarez Stacy, uh, <clears throat> who are the CEO and CFO of the company. So uh, let's just go uh, in order as what I see on your website. Joseph, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. I'm Joseph Alvarez. Um, our dad owns the business. We kind of run it. Um, and I take care of the team uh, of guys and then just make sure we train well. Jessica? Uh, I'm Jessica and um, I, I'm more of like the office person. I do a lot of the advertising um, and just kind of overseeing everything as far as financials. Cool. So Joseph, I, I heard you just mentioned that uh, this is your father's company. Uh, is he still active in the company? Absolutely. Yeah. He, he's done it um, for over 35 years and he thinks he's going to retire, but he loves staying in the office and hanging out with us, his kiddos. So it's really nice. But cool. He has a lot of input as well and helps us steer us the right direction. If maybe we go a little, you know, crazy and we want to try something outside the box, he might kind of reel us in a little bit if we <laughs> go too far, you know? Yeah. So, so how old is your business? So it's, it's 35 years old. 35. Um, I've done it since I was 16. I'm 38 now. So we've, we've, we've had some history for sure. Okay, cool. So when you got started, Joseph, at the company, were you, were you a technician or just a helper? Well, when we were young, we were always stuck in the truck when he was going on to service calls and stuff when we were little. But when I turned 16, I was, I was a helper in a truck. And then I slowly got out of high school and started being more of a technician and grew from there. Awesome. I think anytime you do a business with your dad, though, you're always going to be a helper, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Charge. But, um, but yeah, I think he's definitely grown, grown into the role to be the one in charge. So, so Jessica, when did you get started uh, working with it as well? When you were 16? Um, actually, no, I, um, I started 
obviously little, but then as I got older, I kind of did my own thing. And then just recently, probably about three years ago, I actually started being full time with the company. Cool. So what, so what are some of the things that you've seen over the years? Cause you know, it sounds like y'all been, you know, obviously it's your dad's company. So you've seen it from the earlier stages from what you could remember. Um, what are some of the things that you've seen that worked particularly well when it came to growing the business? The number one thing was the customer service and referrals that my dad built this business on. And that is what really made this company stay alive for those 35 years. Cause he would know still today, the customers he has now, they'll actually call him and you'll be on the phone for four hours when he needs to call someone else. But he's so connected with those customers and that's what we strive on is making sure we have that relationship that they refer us. So it's really good. I think also just like being open to um, change. If there is something that we can change, um, being open to that really um, helped us through a lot of things. Yeah. So what are some things that have changed the most over, over the 30 year time span? Technology. I mean, going from uh, my dad just touching the line saying the refrigerant's good to actually using software like the iManifolds and making sure that system actually running to its full potential. Um, we we really involved in, uh, you probably know, Service Titan. So we've used that technology and really have kind of embraced it um, and making sure that we have that feedback from our customers. I mean, just using Service Titan, we were using like, um, like the Google um, calendar. calendar and like calling each guy and saying, hey, go to this location and you miss people because it either came off the Google calendar or you just missed over it. So yeah. now you kind of get to actually put it on a calendar and see it. So those are some big, huge changes that we've had. When did you all switch over to Service Titan? Three years ago. So, so what did that look like? Cause I, I've heard, you know, from a few other companies I've spoke with who just recently switched to service Titan. It seems like it could be, you know, upfront a little bit challenging getting all that customer information transferred over. How did that go? Well, the transferring of the customers, I guess, wasn't so bad. It's the stuff that actually goes inside, um, for let's say you want to do a bid or if you want to do, um, uh, any type of equipment or anything like that. It's like, you have to put all of that stuff in there. You have to put a price in it. And then the technicians have to know where it's going and where to find it on there. It's, it's, it's a tough road at the beginning for sure. It's a big change. It's a big change in what you're used to and making people kind of realize that it's going to help them out later on, but it's, yeah. it's been worth it because calling every technician when they're done and saying, Hey, go here is freed up a lot more time that we can focus on the business. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to ask how, how it helped operationally. So is that, is that the biggest one was the communication part for the technician? So they know, all right, this is my next stop. Or are there other things that it really helped with? I think another thing that's really helped too, is like they already know prior the day before they actually start the jobs that they know how many like, 
filters they need before they go to the job. They know, you know, are they going to change out a pure kit or are they going to change, um, you know, and then they have certain things on their trucks. Um, like if you have a no cool or something, you already know that that stuff's going on that day. Yeah. That's helpful. So do you all offer uh, emergency service at your company? We don't say no to anybody. We always will. Everything's an emergency. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so they call, we either, we have a technician that we can break away for a little bit, but we fit them in. I mean, we, we strive on customer service. So we tell them we'll get to them as fast as we can. And if it takes me getting into the field to do it, we're, we're going to do it to make that customer happy. Yeah. Yeah. I was speaking with uh, someone over <clears throat> at a company called Hatch which is similar kind of the podium a little bit uh, as far as like communication for customers. Um, and he was talking about how like the, the restoration industry in Oklahoma is very uh, time sensitive. Cause there's like, you know, there's a lot of tornadoes. I don't know if there's a lot of tornadoes in your area or not, yeah. um, but he was pretty much saying like that, that's the area like for restoration stuff after tornadoes, it's like, game on and they're constantly like going house to house on stuff. Is that similar for the the HVAC industry there? Well, I mean, we don't, our niche is not really like the new construction word change out because once a tornado comes through, most of the time they're redoing it from scratch and starting over. Um, and that's not our niche. Um, yeah. We're, we're more taking care of the customers and making sure that we, like change outs, that kind of stuff. A little bit higher end, I would say, like um, a little bit more like air quality, you know, like to make sure if somebody's had trouble and nobody's been able to help them, usually that's kind of more our thing. Like we just go a little bit more um, in depth um, opposed to just like throwing, um, you know, a really cheap piece of equipment in there and putting ductwork. So we've just, I'm, I'm sure we'll get a little more into that later, but I think right now we've just been, um, my dad's has had to go through the tough times um, at the very beginning. So he's went through a lot of commercial. He used to do a lot of commercial, new, new commercial um, and kind of hit bottom with that because everybody at that time went bankrupt. So he was kind of having to go door to door, like you said, kind of deal trying to get business. So now he's kind of gotten to where he kind of sees he already knows like the areas where it is prime and really it's about these customers that already have homes that want to upgrade that want better air quality that want more efficiency unit um you know that type of thing opposed to just like a change out so we're not really in that market i'm not saying we don't do it i'm just saying it's yeah. just not like our primary thing yeah, I've heard indoor air quality kind of, especially with 2020, it seems like it's been coming to the forefront a lot more in the industry. Um, what are some of the ways that you guys have gone about improving the indoor air quality in customers' homes? Well, we just more educate them. Um, and I know with 2020 with the coronavirus, but that's, you know, like, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, and we we work on like the allergies cause they're home. Let's re let's make their body feel better when they're breathing at home and that kind of stuff. We do help businesses too, but like 
letting them know that they have mold in their ducts. How can we fix that problem? Um, do we need to replace it? Or, you know, there's different products out there that we use to help that. But I mean, it's more edu education on the products and see what best fits them is what we're trying to do. And does that education kind of bleed over into like your marketing strategy opposed to like selling and promoting? Yes, that's always going to be a huge one because a lot of people in their homes, they always say like, oh, one more, one room is a little warmer than the other. And they want not only better air quality as far as like what they're breathing, but they also want more air in a certain place. So then you go, okay, well, now we're looking at your ductwork, you know, well, do we need another ton of air in your house to make that happen? Or, you know, there's a lot of things that you can still market back to those people with as far as that goes. So, yeah. What's the most common thing that you see down, you know, cause every, every market's a little different, you know, here in Virginia beach, um, you know, there's a lot more salt in the air. So you see corrosion on units and stuff. Um, and it's similar down kind of on the, on the East coast, but what's, what's something kind of similar or something common in the Oklahoma area for indoor air quality or just for heating and air in general. So we, we joke about it a lot is that, um, every unit we put in, we plant a cottonwood tree, um, because there's so much cottonwood in, uh, especially in Edmond itself. So that that's our main thing that really happens. The cottonwoods, it like it's snowing in Oklahoma so we I mean maintaining that that's the biggest thing that affects it you know until last year it was the freezing it never happened and then last year we uh, I mean it dropped to the bottom like we weren't used to the house was not built for it and that was the biggest struggle last like for like two weeks it got really cold for us and Oklahoma's houses are not built for it so we that was one struggle for cold, but cottonwoods is the main thing for us. Yeah. But I think everybody in their homes, like it's just really bad allergies here just because there's so much growing here as far as plants and stuff and um, the pollen and stuff. is just crazy here in Oklahoma that really helps us, I guess. <laughs> so the, the, the cottonwood trees is, does it like, I'm looking at pictures of it right now. Try, Cause I, I've, Quite honestly, I don't think but I've ever seen one of these. Basically, it looks like uh, somebody put a blanket around their air conditioner. It gets so thick. Yeah, and, okay, so it, it goes on the unit? Yeah, so it gets sucked in there. It can't breathe, so you're hitting high limits. So that's why we make sure, for us, we get them on a service plan that we maintain that so they don't have that problem. But it, it's that's the biggest thing. We don't have salt and stuff like that that we have to yeah. work yeah, for, for some reason, I, I thought before, you know, we started recording, I thought it was going to be like dust or something because I always I always kind of associate <laughs> Oklahoma with like the dust bowl or something. Right, right, right. Uh, but. No, we're, we're, we got a, I mean, we are farm, but it's, I mean, it's just like, I would say like Kansas or Texas. Okay. So, uh kind of moving over into like the marketing side of things. Uh, what are, what are some things that you all have done in the past? I know you'd mentioned a lot of like word of mouth referrals. Um, but like, what are some things you've done in the past few years for marketing that have really worked well? Well, you know, 
this is not about Service Titan by any means, but um, Service Titan did bring out something that you can connect with your customers, which is really unique. Um, they have like an email, like you put all their emails in there and you can email your customers like, hey, um, there's a special this week with iWaves or, you know, air purifiers or whatever. And um, the first 10 get a special deal. You can market to those people. Unfortunately, sometimes it goes to spam, but um, but there are a lot of people that actually see it. So that's really unique. Um, and right now we're doing a lot with um, our website, trying to get, you know, Google to really recognize us. So getting those Google reviews and stuff like that. Um, and we also are a premier dealer with Linux. So um, they've kind of, um, you know, you kind of have to market a certain amount of money. And so what we really try to do is we've been using TV, which is kind of unique um, because the way that they record, it's not like um, super professional. So it kind of, it definitely looks like a home um, video <laughs> camera almost sometimes. <laughs> But we are a family-owned business, so it kind of works on our yeah. behalf um, because it's like, oh, we're family, and looks like we're videotaping it ourselves. But, um, but it's it's we usually try to do something funny with it just to be unique. Yeah. So, what are some of those like scripts or like storyboards of the of the videos that are kind of funny? Oh, like we did one that um, we were standing outside and. Um, we changed outfits. I, I know it's kind of a trendy thing right now on like a TikTok and stuff like that, that you change outfits and we were buying an old unit and changed to, a, you know, a brand new unit, um, you know, doing a special for that full AC tune up. Um, and then also like for Christmas, we did a special that we were like in a house and then we like snapped our fingers and we were in Christmas stuff and our house looked all Christmas. So that was kind of cool. Um, we just, I don't know, we play around with different yeah. things. And you were able, you're able to use co-op funds for that. So it, correct. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. We've done some billboards, which is, is good. I think, um, it's just you can't really see your return on your investment, right? So because they get you from, they look you up and then they say they found you on Google, um, mm -hmm. but really they saw you on that billboard. So, but I mean, yeah. you hear it all the time, like, hey, I saw you there on that billboard or whatever. So you can feel that they are noticing you. And I, another thing I think that's really changed, we really focused on reviews um, like on Facebook and Google and like, you know, getting our guys to actually say, Hey, can we have a review, that kind of stuff. And that's really changed. Cause I, I mean, that's where the market is for our, in our industry is like, they all check our reviews. We're five stars. So it's really good for us to keep promoting those because I mean, there's tons of times that we go to a bid and be like, how'd you heard from us? Oh, we saw your reviews online. And oh, yeah. that that's a huge step for us in the last three years that we really oh, strive sure. for. Yeah. And again, it's not about service hiding, but you can send a message directly to your customer right as we leave. And it says like, we say like the best compliment is giving us a review on Google. And literally there's a link right there. They click on it and go on Google. And I would say probably 80% of the time they usually do leave a review, even if our guys don't say it. Um, but 
we've been trying to train them to make sure that they do say that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does help, especially if the, if the person leaving the review can mention the service that was provided, uh, right. the name, the name of the technician too, I think is great because it adds a human element to it. Right, right. Um, but yeah, and, and that all helps with, you know, with SEO, like you were saying, trying to get recognized more in Google. Like if, uh, if someone's mentioning, you know, certain services or particular words in the review, that plays a factor into when people search for different search queries in certain areas that can affect how you show up or where you show up in the search results. Uh, so I think that's a great call on your part to push those reviews. Well, I did learn recently um, that just because you put a five star does not help the business go up on Google. You do, like you said, you have to say words. Um, and the other thing that um, I've you know started to notice, like, because when we do write that on um, to our customers after we leave, we do say this technician just left you and you know the greatest compliment is to write a review about this person so we do try to make sure that yeah. that's something that they keep seeing yeah i'm sure you guys have this set up but uh if someone out there's listening that doesn't really know where to start with this here's a here's some free uh consultation when you're setting up your google my business you have the ability to list all the services that you offer so you can list like uh, air conditioning repair, gas furnace replacement, water heater install, and you can list every single service you offer. And then when someone goes to leave that review, Google will ask them upfront, which service did they provide for you? And there'll be a list of options. And you could, then they'll, they'll be able to click like water heater install or gas furnace repair or whatever it is. And then that helps Google, it sends signals to Google like, oh, this person did, you know, a gas, furnace uh, service with the company. And when someone searches for gas furnace repair in Edmond, Oklahoma, that review will more than likely be the one that shows up if the page is optimized enough and, and shows up. Right. The last thing that we probably added in recently is our uh, a person to do customer retention, a follow-up person. And that's, I, I, we, we're really happy to start that and actually get that more involved and make sure that we don't lose anybody. So that's the other and, thing that's really changed in the last three years too. Yeah. And asking for referrals, you know, like, Hey, this, um, I know you, cause if they had a great service, like how, who, who else do you know that would like this service? Like we'd like, you know, and then you know, kind of give them an incentive as well. Like we're going to do a drawing at the end of the month, you know, we'll put your name in or whatever you can do to get those people to recommend you to someone else is huge. Or even if we can call them. So she just really makes sure that she calls and makes sure that they had a great experience. Yeah. And do you see that work pretty well? Yes. So far so good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So are you're able, obviously, I'm sure you are, but uh, I'm not certain. Are you, you're able to track that in Service Titan as well? Like if someone was a referral from a, an existing customer? Um, I don't know if you can see it in Service Titan, but we write notes in there. Like, okay, oh, this person did whatever. I, I'm Maybe somebody else out there knows to do that, but I, I don't know how to find or put that out there like exactly a referral. But you can put a tag on it as well, like, this person was referred um, 
to kind of bring it up if we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Service Titan is, uh, they're getting really, really powerful. I think that they've, they've really kind of, uh, completely innovated the way home service companies operate from operations to sales to marketing. Like you were saying earlier, their marketing tool, um, the email marketing stuff, like that stuff is really cool. And I've been, I've been kind of geeking out on it lately with one of our clients and you're able to do so much with that, with that marketing platform. And I'm not sure how much is a month, but I I think it's like seven fifty a month or something like that. Um, and you're, you're definitely able to do so much. Right. As long as you use it, I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, as we begin to wrap up the, um, you know, a lot of the people that listen to this show are one or two man operations. Uh, they usually listen to it in the truck on their way to, to job sites or when they're working on a job. Um, and so I typically like to ask, you know, what are, what's some advice that you would give to someone who was starting an HVAC business right now and was looking to grow? I, I, I think, um, cause I've been through it. I've been with my dad and he was the one in the truck and I was doing it and we were two trucks and then he stepped out and it was me and another guy and another guy. And it, it slowly grew to the animal that we are right now, I say. Um, but I think the biggest thing is making sure that customer's happy, making sure that you teach, like for me, like making sure your technicians know that they're not, if they're a journeyman, that's great, but you have apprentices that are learning, but when everybody jumps on that job site, everyone's accountable. Everybody's going to do the job, not the journeyman just waiting to get it done and they go charge the unit. Everybody's respected and everybody's going to learn something to grow, to be better. So if the journeyman's sick that day, you can step in, help that role and keep the business running. Cause sometimes it's hard to find techs and, you might have to train somebody from square one to make your business grow a little bit better. So, I mean, taking care of those guys, making sure that they are learning a little more every day. I think that was the biggest thing for us because we're, we'll slowly grow with the techs that we have. And then we have blossomed to the company we are because of, everyone's going to do a job. It's not just one guy waiting until the end to do a job. It's everyone's accountable. Everybody's doing everything. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah. Like he was saying about the customers. I mean, like really taking the time. I know sometimes it, it takes a little longer, but the more that you do do the best job for that customer and make sure that they feel important, they're going to recommend you and you're going to have more higher demand because you need more people to take care of those people, but just making sure that you keep your integrity intact and um, making sure that you continuously, um, you know, uh, almost baby those customers because they are the word of mouth. Right. And these days and age, I mean, people put stuff on all kinds of channels, right. To make sure if you didn't treat them right, they don't want anybody to use you. Uh, it's just such a big, important thing to, um, get those reviews out there because people do look, um, you up and they want to know how you did. And, 
making sure that your employees actually feel important as much as that as you make the customers feel because guess what they're the ones that are spreading your word as well so i just think it just that in a whole making sure your guys and your customers feel important yeah and yeah and then like and like you just said about the technicians or your employees you know if they leave they're probably going to go work for another HVAC company and then they're going to be spreading whatever their bad experience was with those people and their customers. And that can, that can really hurt. I've seen that hurt a business a few times where technicians, you know, got up and left and ended up hurting the company way more than you would typically think from someone leaving. Right. And you can't please everybody. I mean, you, we've definitely did our share of trying to do everything we could for that technician and it just didn't work out. Just yeah. making sure that you notice that it's not working out before you keep them on for a really long time is yeah. the hard part, I think. Yeah. Cool. Well, is there, uh, is there any particular way that if someone was listening and they wanted to get in contact with you, uh, they could go about doing that? Um, you, you can reach out to, I mean, we have In Facebook, email. email. I mean, we have my phone. I'll, I don't mind talking to HVAC companies at all. Um, I don't know. I feel like we, if we were all working together as a team, I think we can conquer a lot more things um, because there's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of other heat and air companies probably um, see that maybe we don't and challenges that maybe we haven't dealt with that I think that we all could connect. Um, but they can always go onto our Facebook and reach out to us for sure. And um, I think if you look us up, A&T Mechanical, uh, it's, I think it's okatmechanical at gmail.com. That's our email. So you can always get a hold of us that way. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. If you're an HVAC contractor and you've been thinking to yourself lately that you could use an extra hand uh, with your marketing efforts, contact Rivals Digital today. We only work with HVAC contractors. We know what works and we know what doesn't work, and we know how to get your phone ringing and how to keep your technicians busy. If you're interested in learning more, head over to our website, rivaldigital.com.